Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show that's always streaming stories of entrepreneurship, leadership, and how people are dealing with this economy. The lifeblood of this economy, entrepreneurs, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm not the only one who feels that way. Our next guest, Jim Fredo, founder of Spring Capital Partners. Welcome, Jim. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jeffrey. So what is uh, Spring Capital Partners? Uh, we invest in long-term hold real estate for residential rentals. And that means? Well, mostly what we do is we buy things that are undervalued, poor management, poor condition. We get that we repair them, uh, put in place good management. We add value. We refinance, pull our money out, and we rent them to tenants long-term and wash, rinse, repeat, develop a portfolio. Uh, so you're, you're really a real estate developer in my, in my eyes, right? I've heard the term. I, I don't consider myself a developer. I think of that as new construction. But yes, we do do a lot of construction. A redeveloper. Redeveloper. There you go. <laughs> I can pivot. Uh, <laughs> Scott, how long have you been doing this? Oh, I lost count. 15, 16 years. And how did you get into it? What were you doing before? Oh, so that's actually a good story. I used to work in high tech. I worked for a major software company. I won't name names. A um, little bit of political things went on where VP decided to take our product and lay off the team. And I decided never going to have that happen again. So I turned my sights towards real estate and started exploring it. Worked with some people to who did real estate to learn a little bit about it and launched from there and have been building a portfolio ever since. Are you a single entrepreneur or do you have partners? A little bit of both. I do a lot myself, but we do have partners. So I have a lot of people that we work with repeatedly for investing some funds. Uh, I have built a renovation company. So I have employees who do the renovations for me, build a management company to manage the properties once they're stabilized. Uh, but I do still do more than I'd like to. I need to bring on, on board more people to shed some of those roles I can keep building the business. Uh, bank financing, or do you do all the financing yourself? So we have several different lenders. Most of what we use is hard money. It's very expensive, but it's we have long-term relationships. We're able to get the loans closed quickly by the properties. These are properties that most banks wouldn't want to fund anyhow. So we, we get them renovated, then we do a cash out refinance. We don't work with banks so much. Banks, you know, they want too much of your personal information. And this is mostly about the property. So we do a lot of what's called debt service coverage ratio loans. Uh, a lot of these are private lenders. They resell the loans. They're 30 years fixed. So we know what our expenses are going forward and don't have any surprises of, let's say, interest rates increasing dramatically. So what kind of properties are you you historically doing business with? So we started off doing a lot of single family duplexes. We worked up to six unit, seven unit counts. Uh, this year we closed a 28 unit uh, property and in a couple of weeks we closed a 25 unit property. So you're moving up scale. Yes. Yes. And the, the scales are much better in, in larger. And I would assume like most businesses, uh, a larger transaction takes as much work as a smaller transaction. In some cases, there's not much of a difference. 
So once you get it up and running, it's a better cash situation for you, correct? Yes. And on a big building, you have one roof to replace, not 50. Right. So you do get those economies of scale and less headaches. You can send one person to tour all the properties on a regular basis versus 50 individual homes. So yeah, the, the time involved is definitely less. So a little more profitable. Well, in my consulting firm, I speak with a lot of real estate developers and they're telling me that this is a good time to hold on to cash because they're expecting a lot of deals to show up that weren't there a year ago. Is that an accurate? I would agree, but we're not finished buying. So we're still buying actively. So they're buying too. They're just, there's (laughs) going to be more deals out there. Oh yes. I think we're all waiting. What I'm finding tough right now are the larger syndication deals. So we are looking at some of those projects that are 100, 150 units. They're tough. They're tough to find that makes sense right now. The, the cap rates are lower than the interest rates. You just you can't make that profitable unless you've got a ton of cash to sit there for a long time. Well, again, is it harder to find because there's less of those out there? And when they show up, there's more competition to get them? Probably that. Probably I don't have quite the connections for those as I do in smaller properties. So I have great, uh, I always tell people, your, your connections, your, uh, your relationships are, will build your business. I don't care what you're doing, but definitely in real estate, they're critical. So I have a great relationship with the wholesaler who brings me smaller projects. And if they make sense, we'll grab them. And they, they usually do. So we can keep the crew going. The main thing is to make sure the crew is you know, the renovation crew is, is moving forward and, and has plenty of work. We don't want to lose them. So smaller projects, I'm still able to find no problem. On the bigger ones, these 28 and 25, we had to pivot a bit. Uh, they were definitely overpriced. So we had to get uh, different loan structures targeting more of a, an affordable housing approach. So it was a bit of a pivot, but we've made it work and we've made those expensive projects profitable. Now, you're regionalized, correct? Yes, I'm focused in Pittsburgh. So you're in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, a unique market? I mean, I'm in the New England area, the Boston area. In some, yes. I think in most most areas in the country, I'm sure you've got a street by street in some parts of town of what's a good street, what's a bad street to invest in. But more importantly, the reason I built the renovation company is in Pittsburgh it is, it's a tough market for construction. I see a lot of outside investors come in. Uh, they think they can get this done. They think you can call the shots. They've got the money. They can get labor cheap. And the labor says, no, they're not. There aren't enough of us. We'll set our prices and it's not profitable for you. And if you don't like it, leave. And I've heard that. So it's really tough for outsiders to come into this market if you're going to do renovations. So that's, that's one of the most unique aspects of Pittsburgh. But I love it. Lots of great opportunity here. Well, I mean, I understand. Are you saying that the market's a little bit provincial, which you'd hear in different parts of New England as well, can be quite <laughs> provincial? Uh, yeah, I think that's probably a little fair to say. Well, I don't think that that's unusual in different parts of the country, that you get that sort of regional loyalty sort of area, and it's hard for outsiders to come in. I haven't been in other regions uh, except Los Angeles, and there everyone's an outsider, so it doesn't... Uh... That's true. There are some markets that are populated with mostly outsiders that are different and they become more accustomed 
to the outsiders. So it's interesting about Pittsburgh. So I guess when you're in Pittsburgh, it's better to know Pittsburgh people. Yes. Uh, uh, so Jim, uh, if somebody wants to find you and Spring Capital Partners, how would they do that? I'm on Facebook all the time. I'm always posting good content for people to help them build their real estate career. They can also go to my website and I can give you the, that information for your links. Sure, definitely. Can you can you say a couple of them on the air? Oh, sure, sure. The, the, the uh, website is springcapital.partners. A little bit of a unique name, but it, it fits. Um, well, Facebook is Jim Fredo. I don't know what the number is, but. Good. Well, my name is Jeffrey Davis. I'm CEO of Mage LLC, and we've just been speaking with Jim Fredo, founder of Spring Capital Partners LLC out of Pittsburgh. And I want to thank you for being on the show today. Thank you, Jeffrey. I appreciate it. All right. Remind everybody, this is Radio Entrepreneurs.